Hey, everybody. So I was having a discussion today about what typical personal development and coaching looks like. And the reason that so many of us, and I will say me included, have experienced going to immersion experiences like, let's say, Tony Robbins or Landmark Education or whatever it is, hiring coaches, reading the books, doing all of the work, as they call it, and not truly getting the results that we want and not truly having the life that we want. And when I say we, the life we want, I'm not talking about superficial things, you know, the car or the marriage, whatever. But I mean that true inner peace of like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. The reason that doesn't happen. And we were talking about the fact that in most coaching and in personal development and even therapy, it's, you remember I said a long time ago, you know, it's like putting whipped cream on shit. I don't remember what I was talking about in the episode, but I get a lot of comments back from people saying they thought that was funny. It applies to this conversation that you're about to hear too. Typical coaching, typical talk therapy, typical personal development, even some of the best in the world is like putting whipped cream, really nice whipped cream, high quality, most expensive, yummy whipped cream on poo. And the reason is because that coaching and and, and mentorship and training, et cetera, is an attempt to improve the false self, the self that isn't really us. And I'll explain a little bit more about what that means in this episode. But improving that is never, it's a hamster wheel. We will spend money and spend money and spend time and come out going, I'm not there. I don't have the feeling of, okay, I have peace. (laughs) I'm really good with myself. This is good. And so what we're talking about today and what you're going to listen to in the next 22 minutes is the opposite of that, not the whipped cream on shit, not the improving the false self, not the coaching and personal growth and personal development and all the stuff getting us nowhere. We're talking about a completely different way of being and looking at this. And this is what we've said from day one in BU, that it was not about that. And I don't know if I articulated it well, but I think in this episode, it finally came through to me clearly so that I could bring it through clearly to you. So take this in, and I truly, truly hope that you find this as insightful, helpful, and valuable information. There is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to BU Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. 10 years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Many of you have come to the place where you're very comfortable with the idea of saying, I'm not broken. 
So you've grown a lot, right? Many of us for years thought there was something wrong with us and that we were broken and we needed to be fixed. And society confirms that. And personal development coaches and social media definitely push on that button, that pain point. So I think most of you who listen to BU have gotten past that piece. You don't think you're broken. You know you're not broken. But I think many of us are still, and I say us, me too, we forget that we also don't even need to improve ourselves. You know, I could put myself sort of, quote unquote, out of business by saying that, but that's why I'm saying it, because it's the truth. You don't need this podcast. You do not need me. You don't need any personal development. You don't need a coach. You don't need to improve yourself at all. Now you get to, but you don't need to. And that it's such a basic concept, but it's just so important for us to reiterate because, you know, there are so many things that we get in our head, but we haven't really felt it in our heart, right? You might even say to other people, oh, I know I don't really need to be improved. But do you really feel that deep down? Because I'll tell you that for me, I've been addicted to improvement for a long time. I didn't feel flawed or broken, but I absolutely was not okay with who I was and where I was and how I was. And so that's why I love personal growth and personal development. It's interesting, it's fascinating, it's challenging, and I need it because the way I am just isn't good enough. And I've realized, again, and I have to re-realize it every five minutes, I've realized, and I'm just here today to remind you, I was asking God, what should I say to these ladies today? What needs to be said? And that was what came through. You are not broken, but you also do not need to improve yourself at all. You're good. The whole idea of real quality, I would say ordained personal growth, isn't about improvement. It's about you and I coming back home to ourselves. I mean, I could cry. I feel like I'm going to cry right now saying that. Coming back home to the us, the you, the me that God created, that God sees, that we were in the spiritual realm before we went into our mother's womb. Because that, I'll say woman, that woman, that being, is really who you are. And she's right there. She is right there inside of you. You've heard me say many times on episode after episode that we're about the excavation. We're going to dig to find the real us, right? And that's who we're going to be in the world. We've talked about discarding and shedding and unbecoming all the opinions of everybody else and the what we have to be and what we should be and all of that. And We're also killing off the fake us, the version of us that wasn't just created by the world, but created as a compensatory mechanism for our childhood trauma. And remember, we've learned about trauma. There's big T and little t trauma. We are not necessarily talking about major, major traumatic events, although many of us had those. But the little traumas of having an emotionally unavailable parent a parent that had anxiety, a parent that was consumed by their life, a parent that was consumed by their own issues and their own struggles and insecurities. Perhaps they were consumed by a fixation on what they felt that they needed or maybe it was drugs or alcohol. It doesn't matter what it is, but the trauma we experienced as children could have happened in a very loving, wonderful, functional home, but it was still a trauma as a child for us to not get our needs met, whatever those needs were. 
Maybe our parents were trying to toughen us up and they really loved us so much that they didn't want us to be spoiled. So they told us to suck it up, buttercup. And maybe that was traumatic for us when we were two or three years old. Without going down that road, because we have before, and I think it's fascinating. My point in bringing that up is that when we talk about shedding and unbecoming and discarding, we talk a lot about the weight of the world and the opinions of the world and the pressure we put on ourselves and all of that and the head trash and stories from when we were children. But I i don't know that I've really called it like the fake self, the false self, the fake version of us. And that's what I want to call it today. It's not really you. It's the way we compensated for the pain we were feeling as a child. And then we compensated more and we layered more on top of that. And that became our personality. When we judge people, and trust me, I do it, for let's say being needy. That person is so needy. What if we stopped and we paused and we said, hold on a minute. No, they aren't. That's not the true her. Maybe she's needy because when she was a child, she did not get any attention or she didn't get her needs met. And this is how she's compensating for that subconsciously. She doesn't mean to be that way. The person who needs attention and they're just talking, talking, talking all the time and telling stories and making it about them can be so annoying, right? What if we stopped and we paused and we said, hold on a minute. That's not the true her. She's like that because she compensated and is still compensating and it's turned into a personality for some sort of wound, wounding, pain, trauma, whatever word you want to use when she was a child. That's why she shows up this way. She doesn't mean to be annoying or act in that way. She doesn't even know it because this is who she's become. So when we talk about this journey inward and we talk about the discarding and shedding, We're discarding and shedding all of that. And it's certainly not easy. But the whole point isn't to find a better version of us. It's to find the real us, that true north, that true self. And then we can build on that. Then we can walk into the world as her, but then we can set goals. And then we can do some maybe self-improvement, et cetera. Because if we come from a place of I'm not broken and I don't need improvement and I find who I am, Well, then we can improve on that. Well, how can you improve on something that's wonderful and doesn't need improvement? Because if we are whole and we don't feel insecure about who we are and we know who we are and that's the real us, then we're coming from a place of strength and power and abundance and love. It's not, I'm going to do this because there's something wrong with me. It's, you know what? I'm going to look at this and I'm going to just take myself to another level and take myself to another level, but I don't need it because there's nothing wrong with me. You see the difference? As we're going through life, you and I, this is not going to be new for many of you. For some of you, especially if you're listening for the first time, it absolutely might be new. What I'm about to say is not going to be new for many of you, and it's not new for me either. But have you ever heard something and known something, but then you really get it in your body? Like there comes a point in time you're like, oh man, I get that now. Maybe it was even a concept in school that they keep teaching over and over, and then all of a sudden it really, 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 really clicks. Or you've had five friends tell you the same thing, and one day you're having coffee and another friend says it, and you're like, oh my God, that was brilliant. And your other four friends are like, dude, I've been saying it for years. (laughs) But you didn't really hear it until that day. When I used to coach in my business that I had before, people would say, oh my gosh, so-and-so just said the most brilliant thing. And I'm like, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I said that to you 25 times, right? But then I had to check myself and realize they weren't ready to hear it. 
a different messenger needed to come along to get them that message. So as we're going along through life in this existence, our truest and highest self, which is our real and true self, our soul, who we truly are, the one we're trying to find, this is what I've really gotten, 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 gotten literally in the last 48 hours. I knew it in my head, but I get it now. I'm looking at my marriage. I'm looking at every relationship. Our soul is not just beckoning, calling. It's begging us to see this. Our soul, the true us, the highest version of us, is bringing us people, experiences, conversations, relationships as mirrors, as triggers, but the purpose is simply to bring us back home to us. It's just a new way of looking at it. Every single experience is to bring us back home. It's like your creator, whatever word you want to use, that divine creator, I will say God for me, is saying, come back home. Come to center, Jill. Come on. Come back to your true self, the one you were when I was with you before you came into this existence as a human being, that girl, that woman, that soul. No, but that's not what it is. He's just being a jerk. And my husband doesn't listen to me and I don't feel safe and he's this and he's that. And okay, I'm going to try a different direction. I'm going to do it in this friendship over here. And then I'm going to try it over here. And then I'm going to try it over here. And I'm going to try it over here and there and there and there and there. And hopefully by the time you are on your deathbed, you have gotten it. It was never about them. Their actions, you are probably correct. They probably are being X, Y, and Z, 100%. But guess what? Focusing on that is not going to get you back home. This is what I absolutely hear God saying to me right now. Focusing on the flaws and the wrongdoings and the hurt, and all those things are real, by the way, but focusing on them is a distraction. It's a distraction from the real lesson, from the whole purpose of being here. The whole purpose is to look inside of us, for me to look at me and say, what is that experience here to teach me? Yes, he is being an ass. A hundred percent. This isn't, this isn't negating that. Oh, he's not really being an ass. I'm just imagining it because I have issues from my childhood. No, he's being an ass. And stop focusing on that. What is that experience you're having with that person behaving that way teaching you about you? How can you use this to bring yourself into alignment with your highest self, which is truth and love? Yeah, but there's no yeah, but. I've been living in the yeah, but my entire life. Yes, I've been doing personal growth and personal development, but isolated in a vacuum. The truth is that in my actual life, I'm still pointing and saying, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. They wronged me. They wronged me. He did this. I don't like that. I don't feel safe. I feel unsafe. I feel unheard. I feel unseen. I don't feel like I matter. Guess what? I felt that way as a child. Hence, the compensatory mechanism that we used to compensate for our childhood trauma becoming our what? Our personality, right? Those wounds that I had as a child, they're my glasses. So when my husband does X, Y, or Z, 
which absolutely isolated. Someone might look at that and say, yeah, that was not a great way to show up. But that's his own experience for him to look inward at himself. And my response to him is his lesson for him to look at himself. For me personally, the experience is a chance for me to look at myself. And the longer I focus on the actions of others and on the actions of, in this example, my amazing loving husband, calling him a jerk and thinking to myself that he doesn't do X, Y, or Z, I get to do that. But it's just a distraction from my true north, my true path, and it is wasting precious time. It is wasting precious time because my soul is trying to call me home. It is trying to bring me back to my real, true, and highest self. And I can only get there, only get there by feeling that experience with that other person and saying, what is it teaching me about me? What do I need? Well, I don't feel safe. Okay, you don't feel safe? Well, then make yourself feel safe. No, I want him to make me feel safe. Okay, that's valid. But why don't you make yourself feel safe? And then if he doesn't make you feel safe, you probably won't even notice. And God is saying, let me work on him. Mind your beeswax. It ain't your business. There's my business, other people's business, and God's business. And that is what my creator right now is saying to me, through me, into this microphone, to you. A hundred percent. I know that's what's happening right now. I am downloading this right now as I'm talking. And my creator, which is our creator, is saying, stop. Their journey is their journey and your journey is yours. Stop making their actions get convoluted and confused and and, and enmeshed into your own journey because you have so many lessons here to learn. We don't have time. Ain't nobody got time for that. I love that saying. Ain't nobody got time for that. We got to focus on our own shit. It's so easy to say. I know it. I've been knowing this in my head for a long time, but I guarantee my husband is listening to this episode right now going, oh my gosh, I'm so glad she's saying this. Not that he has figured it out for himself. Maybe he has, but I really get it. I really freaking get it. Do you? And I mean this. I'm not doing this to get engagement and get you to message me. If you already got this and you know this and you live this way, will you please message me? I want to know, when did you figure this out and how did it show up in your life? Now, don't, don't message me if you're one of those people that just puts your head in the sand and goes, la, 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 life is great, everything's wonderful. There's actually nothing wrong with that. But I'm talking about, no, 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 you were triggered and you had years of recognizing it as other people's actions hurting you. And one day you figured out, oh my gosh, it has nothing to do with them and everything to do with my lesson. And then a different day, different day, not the same day, can't be the same day, different day, different year probably, different decade probably, you then realized it in your body, not in your brain, but in your body when you went, oh shit, (laughs) whoa, because that's what I'm feeling right now. Whoa. I knew and you knew. You've heard me talk about it on here. I've been saying and you've been saying, I'm sure, yes, everyone is a mirror. Everyone's a teacher. You know, we're supposed to look at those situations and those triggers and look inward. You might be saying, Jill, this is not new material. You've already said this in previous episodes. I'm saying it in a different way. I'm telling you it's different. It's like I've served you the same pie three or four times, but this time, There's a twist and a secret ingredient, but you got to dig to find it. 
the secret ingredient twist that you have to dig to find in this episode that I'm saying differently isn't just that everything is a trigger, which is a gift, and you look underneath, and everyone is a teacher, and there are mirrors, and there are different types of triggers, right? Someone triggers you because it's an exact mirror of what you're projecting onto them that you need to look at in yourself, right? Other triggers are, oh, I don't like that. Oh, that's interesting. Subconsciously, it's reminding me of something from my childhood, right? We've, we've said all that. But what I'm saying today is that those are opportunities for us to come home to our true self, to our true self. God, our soul is saying, please come home. The whole point of you being here is to remember who you are and to come back. Come back to me. Come back to love. Come back to abundance. Come back to your highest self because you are in there underneath all of this crap. And you will only find it. The ruby slippers in this example are looking inward. You don't have the ruby slippers. You will never get home if you're looking at them. And you can be right every damn day, all day long, but you will never have the peace of coming home to yourself when you are being right. So come home. So as you go about your day, please, every single experience you have today, not just triggers, every experience, this is your soul. This is your creator trying to bring you back to you to your true self. And by the way, when you and I do that, there's very little effort that needs to happen to discard the false self, right? To peel it away and chip it away and all that. And it's a lot of work, I know. But if we are willing to look at every experience and look inward, okay, what are you trying to teach me? And we truly do that, it's gonna be much less work. It's almost like if you picture a visual, it's like I have a secret button And I press this button and five layers pop off my body. Instead of spending 10 years trying to take those five layers off, they just melt away when we do this. So I invite you to do it. I hope you'll discuss this with your friends and your family, please. Your children, discuss this with your children. Can you imagine if you and I knew this when we were 15 years old? Can you imagine if we truly understood at 15, 16, 17, even 18, even 20, that every experience was a lesson for us to look inward and truly come home to our true highest version of ourselves. Can you imagine what kind of life we'd have? Pay this forward and teach that to them. Send this episode to people you care about. Have discussions. Challenge each other. And when your friend complains about something, acknowledge her feelings, be a good friend, and then point her back to herself and say, Jill, I hear you. And I get that that sucked and I'm 100% listening and I'm honoring how you're feeling and I'm a better friend than that because I'm also going to ask you to look at yourself. What is this trying to teach you about you? What can you learn about you? It's going to get you closer, closer home to yourself because once you and I get there, remember what I said in the beginning, it's a different game as far as living this life and improving and having more, and being more, and getting more. Because we're coming from such a rock-solid, beautiful place that we don't need that. So it's actually easier. It's actually easier. We can actually go faster. It's the opposite. It's counterintuitive to what we believe in our brain is probably true. All right. Love you guys. Thank you so much for joining me on BU. 
I know there was something in this episode you were meant to hear. So let me know in a DM on Instagram at Jill Herman BU. Be sure to subscribe to the BU podcast. And if you have iTunes, I would so appreciate you rating the podcast and leaving a comment with your biggest aha or takeaway. Sharing a screenshot of this episode on your story is the best way for us to reach women just like you. And if you send a link to a friend, let her know what unique quality she has that the world needs more of. If this is your first visit, welcome to our BU Collective, where we get honest about what it takes to find our true self so we can set her free and start living.